0: Welcome to the share chair podcast stories from school where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening.
1: Hello listeners, welcome back to the shared shared podcast. Uh, this is Mr. Koblack from Fruitport High School. Excited to share a conversation with one of our students, Drew Brown, who's a senior. Drew, say hello a little bit. so Hello. Uh, thanks for being here. I'm, I'm excited to uh, get to talk to you and uh, talk about your hobbies and your family and your future and stuff like that. So so tell us uh, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Fruitport High School.
0: I'm a senior at Fruitport High School here. I am a part of DECA, NHS. Um, last year I did student council. I also am part of our imagery club and our Quiz Bowl team. And I also participate in BPA. I do a lot of school activities. I love school activities, they're quite fun. I just started Quiz Bowl this year. It's so much fun. I didn't realize how much fun it would be until I started. and. Coblack and Stucky have made it such a fun little journey for me.
1: Well, that's nice to hear. Cause though uh, I enjoy co- coaching the Quiz Bowl team. It's nice to kind of connect with you. I mean, I had you in class when you were a sophomore in chemistry. Is that right? Yes. And so it's nice to have you again as a senior. So uh, maybe you could say a little bit about your family, too, because I think that's a fun part of uh, what I know about you. So do you, do you wanna, mind sharing a little bit about your family?
0: Yeah. My dad is Mr. Brown over at the middle school, and my mom, she um, – is a wonderful human she just opened her own business because she was inspired by my love for business and then i have some awesome siblings too most people know my brother brady brown he's a varsity football player soccer player baseball player he's pretty wonderful at everything he does and i also have a younger sister who's in the middle school
1: oh so i knew about brady but i didn't know about your younger sister what's her name her
0: name is callie
1: callie all right so uh, uh i'm sorry i didn't know that (laughs) so so you mentioned mr brown that's your dad he is a science teacher at fruitport middle school did you have your dad as a teacher
0: i did have my dad as a teacher is there
1: anything worth sharing about that like what what was that experience because this happens sometimes where students have their parent as a teacher and uh, i think there's people that are nervous about it but often I hear what a wonderful experience it is from both the teacher, the dad, right, the mom, or the student. But maybe like elementary school or middle school or high school, maybe, maybe that's an important variable in this uh, uh, you know, equation. So yeah, anything worth sharing about?
0: Yeah, for sure. So in middle school, it was kind of awkward at first to have my dad as a teacher, but I got used to it and I like, completely forgot he was my dad some days. And then once I entered high school, Everybody called me Mr. Brown's daughter. Like nobody knew my actual name.
1: Who like you mean classmates or like teachers? Everyone. Really? Yes. Well, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I <laughs> hope that didn't last too long.
0: No, just my freshman year.
1: So all right. Uh was it like did uh did your dad slash teacher like help you with homework and like <laughs> remind Actually, you to study for quizzes and stuff?
0: I wouldn't let him help me with my homework. I thought it was like Cheating, I guess, because he's my teacher or whatever. Yeah,
1: I, probably not, but I can understand where there's <laughs> these gray areas that people are trying to be sensitive about. So yeah. That's great. Well, I think this is kind of fun because, like, uh, one of the things about our community that's great is people are proud of their community. They stay right in their community. They, go, they are from Freeport, but then they choose to raise their family in Fruitport. So, your mom and your dad are both graduates of Freeport High School, right? Yeah. And it's kind of fun for me uh, that. Your mom's senior year at uh, Fruport High School was my what I call my rookie year, my first year teaching. And I got to have some experience with coaching her on the soccer field. And now here it is. Her daughter is now a senior on the Quiz Bowl team that I'm helping coach to. And it's kind of a fun like circle that uh, teachers get to deal with when they're around as long as I... Uh, <laughs> someone like me has been around so uh, yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to connect to you. So um, what's it like being a senior? Is it exciting? Is it nervous about what's coming up? Any?
0: I definitely have a case of senioritis. Getting up to come to school is very hard for me now. I feel like since I've already gotten into colleges and like I'm ready to go into my future, finishing my senior year has been just a little bit hard to do. <laughs> I just have, like, a little bit of motivation, but not enough to, like, get me out of bed every day to come to school. It also doesn't help that I have only three hours of my day because I'm dual enrolled. So I am only here for three hours, and I always feel like it's so pointless. But
1: So uh, it's an interesting, the senior thing. Is it, like, is it because you just had enough of high school or are you just so excited for the next steps that you're like you're mature and you're ready for a university kind of situation
0: I am beyond excited for college I just got into the University of Michigan I will be attending the Ross School of Business congratulations Um, it's been my dream school since I was 10 years old so I am very excited and proud to say that I will be attending U of M
1: and is that where your mom went to school, too? Yes, So you're it is. following in mom's footsteps. Yes. Uh, the proud Wolverine, and uh, but not in the same career, right? She was in the sciences. Yes. And you're going to be going to the businesses. And yes. Let, well, let's connect that to... BPA and DECA in a second there too so what was what are you doing for dual enrollment maybe some people don't know what that is that's listening can you explain that a little bit
0: I take classes at MCC so I only have three hours of my school day here at the high school and then I go off to MCC on Mondays and Wednesdays to take an English 101 and 102 class and I am trying to get as many credits done as I can before I go to college so I can transfer those credits and start working on my major my first year of college.
1: So you're taking classes at both the community college and Fruitport this year, and then some of those college courses will give credits that will get you a leg up on your time in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great uh, thing. That uh, I wonder how many students take advantage of that, and if more should, or we have the right amount, but... It's
0: It's definitely a great thing to do. Um, I'd never really thought about it until last year. It was kind of a last minute decision and I'm very glad that I did it.
1: Okay is is it uh, how how much different is that community college class? Is it more challenging than than you uh, would you know expect or more challenging than your experience with the school class about the same. I'm just kind of curious what you think.
0: It was less challenging than I thought, but it's still more challenging than high school is, and it definitely gave me a feel for college, and that's what I think I like the most about it.
1: Oh, great. Um, Well, uh, so you've mentioned a long list of things that you're involved with around the school, so one of the things I was really excited to talk about was uh, DECA and BPA. Now, they're both kind of like business stuff, right? Yeah. But there's a little difference, so uh, do you want to Is it worth it talking about one first and then the other, or should we talk about both at the same time? What do you you think?
0: I've been doing DECA for four years, and I just started BPA this year, so I do have a little bit more to say about DECA.
1: Okay, so BPA is Business Professionals of America, if I know, right? But I don't know what DECA stands for. Do you know? Can you tell us?
0: Well, actually, DECA used to stand for something, and now it doesn't because the whole world of business changed, and so now it's just DECA. There is no meaning behind it. It's not an
1: acronym or anything. Oh, okay. And so what do you do in DECA?
0: DECA is a business competition, and there is many different events that you can register under. You go into a room with a judge, and you are given a situation, and you are supposed to come up with a solution to your situation, and then you present your ideas to the judge, And the judge will score you based on your ideas and how well you present yourself. And then you get scores based on that. And then you can win medals for either like your role play score in general or the test you have to take, which is 100 points of your score. And then you can also get a medal for advancing to state. And this year will be my third year advancing to states and nationals.
1: So so you start with some kind of more local, like a regional kind of t- competition? Yeah,
0: so Michigan has like I think seven districts, but I might be wrong, and we are district two.
1: And then if you perform well enough there, like in the top two or top three or top five or some whatever the cutoff is, then you get to go to states. Yes. And you've done that in the past. Yes. Did you already do states this year also?
0: Not yet. States okay. is in a couple weeks actually.
1: Okay. Well, good luck coming up. Thank you. And where do you go for that? Like where's the physical location?
0: Detroit.
1: Yeah, is that like at the Renaissance Center in Detroit? I think so, yeah. Yes. That's a big, of course, famous place in Detroit. So uh, And then if you do well there, then you can go to nationals, right? Yes. That's great. So then if you do good at states, the same thing if you made a off or win states, then you can go to nationals and uh, you've got to do that in the past. And you're hoping to do it again, I assume, right?
0: So actually COVID kind of took over my entire sophomore year and I didn't get to go. I was supposed to go to Nashville, Tennessee. And then last year it was supposed to be in California, but it got all pushed to online. And then this year, it is in Atlanta, Georgia, so I'm hoping I'll be able to go this year, make the trip.
1: So were you able to qualify for the nationals in the past just so you weren't able to participate? Or was it like a Zoom participation, kind of Last virtual? year,
0: yes, it was a Zoom participation.
1: Okay, and so, uh, all right, so, uh, so, uh, so my understanding is, DECA, that there's different kinds of competitions. Like, like you mentioned, like, presentation and a test, and I think you said, like, uh, problem solving. But is there other, like, ways to compete? Like, like, what, like, what was your specialty that you were doing? Or
0: So this year, um, I tried a new project this year, and I have had the most fun I've had in a while with it. I'm doing a sales project. So I already have my situation beforehand, and I get to prepare for DECA ahead of time. And what I did was I came up with solutions to this issue that this company had and I created a visual for it and I went into a room with my judge and I had to act as a sales representative for a company that I made up. And the judge was a, I think she was director of hospitality and tourism of a city and she wanted to know why my product was good for her city and how it would help. And And
1: this is all role play. Yes. Okay, great.
0: Basically. And I presented my situations, and I actually won my category by a whole 40 points.
1: And that must be impressive, yeah. 40 points. Congratulations. That's great. So uh, do you know what some of the other things you did in past years or what some of the other DECA students do? Like,
0: Yeah, there is lots of events. Everybody has to take a test, and that is half of their score. But I think this year they changed it to one-third of the score, just I guess a little out-of-pocket decision but and then people travel to districts and they can compete in events and these events have different categories to them there is like a hospitality and tourism event there's an entrepreneurship event there's like selling there's financial consulting there's many many different categories you can compete in
1: and then okay but they all have some similar components where yes. they have to present or yes. interview or something
0: it's all like that role play type feeling I feel
1: like there was another maybe I'm getting BPA is there like uh, one where like you demonstrate you can use Microsoft Excel and things like that is that part of that's BPA. that's BPA okay yes. so uh so uh yeah so you already competed for and and regionals this year and you won you're going to states and good luck so why why would someone want to be in deca like how'd you get into it and why'd you stay with it
0: it started off as me being an eighth grader trying to choose my classes for high school and i saw marketing on the list and i was like well i don't know what i'm going to do with my career so maybe i will try this class out it sounds like it's kind of a real world class i should look into I took it and within the first two months I was in love with the idea of business and marketing in general and Ms. Hershey asked me to join DECA and I said sure. I went in my first year and I did not do good at all. I was so nervous. I had no idea what I was doing but I fell in love with it immediately and I knew this was something I wanted to do with my career. So after that first year I did DECA I was pushing myself harder the next year to keep going. And from DECA, I have learned how to public speak. I have learned time management, creative thinking, and it has done so much, like it has had such an influence on my life and I highly suggest it to anybody that wants to go into any career because it helps with so many different things.
1: That's a, that's a great plug for DECA. Great job. I I want to plug too that just in general, when students get involved with things schools offer besides classes, I think it makes the whole high school experience better, right? Whether you like sports or like music or like you know different clubs, uh, you know find something because mm-hmm. you're right. You know reading, writing, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> history, math. That can get a little bit, uh, you know, mind-numbing at times. And if you find something else to spark a passion, that's wonderful. So uh, you mentioned Miss Hershey. Is is she uh, part of the reason why DECA is a good experience? Is she yeah, Miss
0: Hershey is a wonderful DECA advisor. She has helped me through everything, and she is the person who helped me get into my dream college. And I could not thank her enough for that.
1: Ah, that's that's great to hear. Good job, Miss Hershey. So I also think that. Uh, a lot of schools are jealous of how much BPA and DECA involvement we get at Fruport High School. There's mm-hmm. other clubs at other schools that uh, struggle. They're like, we had uh, four kids for DECA this year. <laughs> we had we got the double digits for BPA, and they're super excited. And other schools, you know, uh, you know, like Fruport, what, 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 is it like 40 or 50 kids that it's do like DECA? It's
0: like this year we have around 35, 40-ish, somewhere in that area. It's yeah. pretty good number
1: this year yeah and so uh yeah i'm, gl- I'm glad that uh, we have that opportunity for the kids and they're taking advantage of it so uh well i hope that uh it won't make the podcast that is but i hope you'll come and share with me how states go and how nationals go too of so, course and then uh is it worth bringing up imagery like that's a school club that i don't think a lot of people know about so what what is, what does yeah. the imagery club do
0: So this year I mentioned that I've been doing dual enrollment and I took English 101 as my first class. I was very nervous trying to take college English because English has always been the subject I am just absolutely terrible at. I struggled with it and I wanted to keep my 4.0 so English was just always my hardest subject and I would struggle over it and have a very hard time so I was a little worried. But I went into my college English class and I loved it. I didn't realize how much fun I could have writing because the entire first semester of it, I we got to write a, more about our own lives and our own stories and we got to create stories and write argumentative like, stuff, I guess. And it was a blast. And then I heard about imagery at the high school and I have Swanee this year as a teacher. He recommended it to me and all we do is we share our pieces and we create a newspaper, I think is what it is.
1: Yeah, it might be more like a magazine, actually. Yeah, yeah yes. But so, magazine, yes, So imagery is a place for people to share their writing. Is that right? Yes. Is it just writing or do, do they do art too, maybe?
0: It's just, it's usually just writing. We do like poems and fiction, nonfiction, basically anything that students
1: write. And any student could uh, submit they're writing, you know, I don't know if it has to be approved or make a cut or just to get submitted, and it's a way to celebrate your best work, your best pieces, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. And Mr. Zwankowski is the... Uh, Yes. Advisor for that,
0: and Miss Moss.
1: Miss Moss is helping too. Yeah, well, that's great. So, man, you do a lot at the school. That's so great. But I know you even do more, right? So, uh, so I think uh, you missed our last quiz bowl tournament, right? Because you had some commitment with your dance, right? Yes. So, tell us what you do uh, with dance.
0: I have been dancing since I was three years old. I have never been one for sports that involve throwing or kicking balls. I was never one that was good at that. I actually played soccer for a while, and I just kind of fell out of it. But I have been dancing for a long time, and I started competing at the age of 10. And I love it so much. It has made such a good impact on my life.
1: What kind of dance do you do?
0: (laughs) I do lots of different kinds of dance. I started off doing ballet and tap when I was young, and then it became ballet, tap, jazz, lyrical, hip-hop, contemporary, and then this past spring, I started break dancing. And I absolutely love break dancing. I didn't realize how much fun it would be. It is also very hard, very challenging. And I actually assistant teach a break dancing class at my studio now.
1: So you're so you're part of a studio. There's like a like yeah. a like a like a dance club or team. is called a studio. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, what's the name? Have you been at the same one for a long time or a couple different ones? I
0: actually just switched over to a new studio this last year. Um, dance Dimensions in Grand Rapids. Great,
1: Dance Dimensions. And what were some of the other ones that you did when you were younger?
0: I used to go to Diane's School of Dance and Dreammaker's Dance Studio.
1: Okay, and then. Uh, you train and rehearse and then you perform. Right, and how often do you get to do you call them compete or performances? What do you do?
0: Competitions is what we call them. And how often and do you get to do that? There's usually like three or four a year, and then every other year we go to nationals. And this year is a nationals year. It is also my senior year, so that's great. I get to finish off my competitive dancing life with a good nationals. And
1: where do you and where do you do that? Where we are going like? to
0: Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Nashville okay. And do you compete? Uh, individually in dance or part of a a squad or team or what's the troop what's what's the right term for that you can
0: do any uh, pretty much you compete in any numbers so you can do a solo which is individual Mm -hmm. I have two solos this year I do a hip-hop solo and a contemporary solo you can also do a duet or a trio and that's two to three people that Mm -hmm. competes in its own category and then you have a small group or a large group and then you can get into production which is, like, a huge amount of people. Our production this year has 72 dancers in it, all on stage at once.
1: You're in a production with 72, and are they all, like, high school kids? They they are from
0: ages 6 and up.
1: Okay, and... So I I don't mean to be silly about this, but sometimes they come home from school and my daughters are watching after school TV and they're watching dance moms. Like, is that how like is that like legit? Like, is that the same kind of thing? Like they perform and they compete and judges are giving scores and things. And
0: I get asked a lot if competitive dance is just like dance moms. There's a lot less screaming and yelling and fighting, <laughs> but it is very much the same gist. Like, we compete on the weekends, and we put our dances and performances on stage and get awards for them.
1: Oh, great. So, and and what kind of commitment is that? Like, like do you practice once a week, every day? Like, what's...
0: Currently, I dance 28 hours a week. Whoa. It's a big commitment.
1: And, and that means also commuting to Grand Rapids to yes. dance. So, you have... So what's, your, what's that schedule like?
0: It's wild. I dance Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow.
1: And on top of this, you're doing all these other clubs. <laughs> Along and you with keep school scr- and work. A great GPA and stuff. What's the trick? How do you balance all that?
0: I have just become super independent over the past year. And honestly, I don't know how I do it. It's just a lot at once. And I just I keep a calendar. That helps a little bit. <laughs> it's a little stressful well, but it's
1: not just this year you've been doing it for years you've been getting good grades for years right And you've been involved with dance and you know deca for years right it's so. just
0: that i have a passion for it all so finding time for it isn't hard for me when i actually love what i do
1: wow i think that's really powerful what you just said yeah if you love video games you find time for video <laughs> games right you find these other things that you have and uh you know and you find ah, find time make time whatever the right word is yeah that's great man that's, ins- that's almost inspiring. I'm so glad you're sharing <laughs> so well uh, uh, I know we jumped away from but I would jump back so uh, so what do you what do you love about dancing and is that something that you can continue to do after you graduate like can you when you move to Ann Arbor to be a student is there a chance that you'll you'll, you'll get involved with some dance clubs there or something
0: yeah so I will actually be minoring in dance so oh, I can great. keep it in my life. My future goal is actually to open my own dance studio. So I will be trying to pursue a degree in entrepreneurship along with keeping dancing going and minoring in dance.
1: Oh, so the business side of things, right? You, you yeah. want to study business, but then you're also, you know find a business you're passionate about, like dancing.
0: Yeah, it's that's combining great. both things I love into one.
1: Well, after I uh, we get off audio here, I, I'm going to drop a couple of names because uh, of some, some connection I have to that <laughs> world, if you're interested, so that's great. Well, Drew, this has been great. I've enjoyed hearing about you and your well-spoken answers are so mature, just like a senior that's <laughs> has been successful in school should be. So we end all, I'm sorry, before I end, is there anything that you were hoping we get to talk about that we didn't?
0: Nope, I think we got to it all.
1: Okay, well then let me uh, set up the closing again. So, so Drew, we end all of our um, podcast interviews with the Share Chair podcast asking our guests to uh, share advice. Like if you could share advice to people listening, any general advice you want, what's the best advice you would want people to know?
0: People don't take this piece of advice seriously, but try new things. I never would have thought I would be a big business nerd until I got involved in DECA, and I am beyond thankful for it because now I'm looking to pursued, pursue a career in it. So I definitely suggest trying new things to everybody.
1: All right. Try new things. I, I love it. I. I'm gonna try something new this week too, because if you said so. <laughs> so, Drew, what a great, uh, great job! Thanks for being part of the podcast, and uh, good luck at nationals. Good luck in Ann Arbor. Congratulations on a fine uh, high school career, and uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see that uh, great kid from a great family. So, all right, thanks, Drew.
0: For this week's episode of the Share Chair podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Share Chair. Listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud, or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com, for more.